Welcome to the Horizon Church Podcast. God is doing incredible things in Tampa. Learn more about us at horizontampabay.com. We hope you find today's message inspiring and encouraging. Let's dive in. Good morning. I'm Erica Allen. I'm one of the pastors of Horizon Church. Um, And I'm so glad that each of you are joining us live this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. As Camille prayed and sang this morning, I was just so grateful that we can feel like we're together, even if we're not able to be physically together right now, that the power of the Spirit is so powerful to make us feel connection and love in this time when a lot of us are feeling a lot of other things too. And so I just I invite you to, to cling to that spirit over the next few minutes as we, as we hear what it is God wants to say to us in the message this morning. If you will, just pray with me for just a second as we move in to this part of worship. God, we just thank you for the ability to worship you here right now, and we pray, God, right now that we can be still and quiet enough to hear what it is that you have to say to us this morning. Thank you for loving us, and thank you, God, most of all for Jesus who gives us words of wisdom who gives us an example of a life to live, and who conquered even death. God, help us to not forget that there is always hope through Jesus. May we hear those words loud and clear this morning. Amen. So I began my devotion each week, um, each day this week, by trying to think of one thing that I'm grateful for. Um, I, it was a practice that I was invited into to maybe help me focus, start my focus there when I begin my, my devotion with God, my my quiet time with God to, to begin that my moment of, of that moment with, with God. And this week, um, the thing that I found myself thanking God for the most was Disney+. Plus. Um, I'm at home with a two-year-old and a three-year-old. We're trying to balance work, and uh, they're not going to school right now. We're balancing social distance and trying to figure out what, what life means in the middle of this COVID-19. And I'll be really honest, we are surviving because of Disney+. Plus. I have never been so thankful for just on-demand streaming available at my fingertips for my two and my three-year-old. Um, so thank you, Disney+. Plus. You came out at such a wonderful and great time. Thank you for dropping Frozen 2 early. <laughs> um, I'm grateful for all of those things. And, and I have not shied away from thanking God um, for them. But... This week I've been thankful that on Disney Plus my kids could watch the original Lion King, the same Lion King that I watched as a kid. And my son David, he loves to watch Simba. He's pretended like he's a lion. David is three. He's told me about the zebras and the different animals that are on the Lion King um, that we've seen at the zoo. And um, this week he also began to learn a new song that he absolutely loves, Akuna Matata. It means no worries. And there have been a, a, a few mornings this week where he's asked to, for us to play that song and we've had a, a dance party to Akuna Matata. And I, I've needed that so deep in my bones this week to dance to a party, to dance to a song that means no worries with my two-year-old and my three-year-old. And while this was like one cute moment that I had this week, there were some that were not quite so cute. It's made me realize that a theme for this week may not just be how thankful I am for Disney+, Plus, but how God is literally inviting me not to worry in so many different places of my life. Because six months ago, we picked out this scripture that I'm about to read to you, these words of Jesus that I'm about to read 
to you. We picked out this sermon series topic, this message series topic, Less is More. And I find myself clinging tightly to what it is God is saying to all of us right now. If you have your Bibles, um, if, you'll if you'll turn with me to Luke chapter 12, verses 22 through 32. Before I, before I even start there, I want to let you know that while I was dancing out in my living room, to Akuna Matata, it was, it's not been easy for me to embrace this lifestyle of not worrying this week. I'm legitimately worried, and I bet some of you are worried too. And just hearing not to be worried, do not worry, do not be afraid, that's not made me worry less or be afraid less. Like you, maybe I'm, I'm worried about what it might mean that I get sick, but even more than that, I'm worried about my grandma and Chris's grandma, about the grandparents who take care and love my kids so much. I'm worried about the entrepreneurs who were two weeks ago just absolutely rocking it in their business and who right now are looking at a very uncertain future. I'm worried about all of the things that this might mean for the kids and families at our partner school, BT Washington in Ybor City. I am really worried. And I bet some of you are worried too. And I didn't hide that when I heard these words of Jesus this week. I had to read them over and over and over again. And so I invite you to listen to them with me this morning. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They don't sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn. Yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than the birds. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about all the rest? Consider the wildflowers. Consider how they grow. They don't labor or spin. I, yet I tell you, not even Solomon, a king in all of his splendor, was dressed as beautiful as one of those wildflowers in the field. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is mowed down and thrown into a fire, how much more will God clothe you, you of little faith? And don't set your heart on what you'll eat or what you'll drink. Don't worry about it. For the pagan world runs after all such things, and your Father knows that you need them. But seek His kingdom. Seek the kingdom of God, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock. For your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that won't wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. Listen to this. I think these are important words of Jesus to close this out. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Y'all, I read this one time this week, and I've literally said to people who've constantly told me not to worry, just embrace this new normal. That's not making me worry less. <laughs> Thank you. It's just making me feel guilty. 
for worrying. And so when I sat down with these words of Jesus, I was like, are you serious, Jesus? I feel like you're coming at me. And then I read it a couple more times, and I was like, nope, Jesus is coming at all those people hoarding all the toilet paper, storing it up in the barns. He says right here, the birds don't even have storerooms for all their stuff, yet God takes care of them. So I actually think God, Jesus was coming at the hoarders. And then I read it a couple more times and realized Jesus isn't coming at anyone in this. Jesus didn't say these words to make us feel more guilty or more anxious about being afraid or worried. What Jesus is doing in these scriptures for me and for you is giving us a way of life that will set us free. For those of us who feel cooped up, who feel like we have no control, who feel absolutely backed in a corner by what we're experiencing right now, Jesus is giving us some words right now. These words weren't just given to the disciples 2,000 years ago, folks. These words were said to us right now. These words are meant for us right now, that we may know what it feels like, what it, what it is to live life more free. So I read this a couple more times. And this is what I realized Jesus was offering us. Just a couple things I want us to, to really pick out in, in the scripture today. And, and the first is that, that a lot of us are worrying so much that we don't have a lot of room to really be alive. The, one of the first things Jesus says in this is, consider how the wildflowers grow. He points us to the wildflowers and to the birds and to all these things. And so I'm like, God, what does this have to do with not worrying? And this is what I realized, folks. This is what I realized, that, that the wildflowers and the birds are innately obsessed with being alive right now. In the wind, they're going to sway and show their colors. In the, in the sky, they're going to chirp and give glory to God. They are going to be innately obsessed with being alive right now because tomorrow they might be mowed down and thrown into a fire. And so right now, they're going to use what they have to be innately obsessed with the extraordinary gift we have of being alive right now. Folks, here's the deal. More worry doesn't give us more room to be innately obsessed with being alive today. Less worry means we have more room to be absolutely and innately obsessed with the extraordinary gift God has given us to be alive right now. Do you hear the words of Jesus? Less worry means more room to be alive, absolutely alive today. I heard Jesus invite me this week, this very week. Erica, what does it look like to replace some of that worry with something else, with trust in me, with compassion for others, with, with creativity for how you might still shine light and, and ignite change in the world? What does it look like, Erica, this week for you to worry less and give more room for my joy to help you understand that you have an extraordinary gift and you are alive right now in this moment. You are not alive right now by accident. You were created by God on purpose for a purpose. And we can live into that purpose. We can live fully into that purpose, excited about being alive today. If we can give up a little bit less, a little bit of that, that worry, if we can have less worry and more room to be alive, really alive today. Less worry also helps us actually trust in God. Less worry gives more room for us to trust God with the things we can't control, with the things that, that we can't, can't 
fix right now. I, I needed to hear this deep truth this week. I needed to hear that God's promise. If I could sum up these 12 verses in one phrase, you know what I would say? I would say Jesus is telling us less is more. That somehow by the miraculous power of God, our less somehow means God can do more, abundantly more than we ever dreamed or imagined. I'm going to tell you something that I, that I, I know to be true. Life changed a little over a week ago. And we are not going to come out of this COVID-19 the same way that we went in. And in fact, it's looking like we might come out with less than what we went in with. And that, that's just a truth. That is a hard truth. And if you think it's been easy for me this week to say, oh, I'm not worried about that. I'm not scared about that. I'm not sad about that. It has been. It's been a hard thing for me to deal with this week. But this is what I heard in the words of Jesus this week. That that doesn't have to be the last word. That somehow, even in the less, God is able to create more than we ever dreamed or imagined. That's what God is saying through Jesus to us in these words this week. I needed to hear that deep truth in my bones. That somehow, God creates this miracle. That as we hold on less to the things of this world, as we worry less about the things of this world, as we fear less about the things that we are experiencing right now, somehow, in some amazing way, it gives more room for God to do what God wants to do in and through you. To shine light and ignite change. And folks, we live in a world that needs less worry and less fear and less dark and ominous clouds hanging over them and who needs more light, who needs more change. And Jesus is able to do that work in and through you. Are you able this morning to trust in that truth that we are probably not going to be the same on the other side of COVID-19, but this truth is, the sa is, is, is deeply true that less will be more because of Jesus. Does it make sense right now? Maybe not. But that is what I'm having to cling to this morning. Finally, what, what stuck out to me this week is, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. One of the hardest things that I've done is, is know people about my age, around my age, millennials who own their own business, who like fought, scrapes tooth and nail to build uh, businesses and who are right now looking at the bottom line. A lot of us are. And we are looking at it with absolute shock and disbelief. What is the future going to look like? And this is what I watch people do. I watch them cling tightly to this, these words of Jesus, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Andrew Smith at Salt Pines in Tampa was delivering, uh, delivering products all over South Tampa to make sure people were getting outside to enjoy the sunshine and know this gift that we have from God that we are alive today. He was riding all over Tampa delivering products to people. My friend that owns Pink Palm was shipping lily prints all over the all over Florida so that people would know the gift of beauty today right now my friends at Union 3, a cycling and yoga studio, literally took the bikes that they had put into their studio, out of their studio, put it in a truck, and put their treasure in the homes of people. Because this is what happens when we've had less. We've been creative with the more that we've been given. And we've let it go. We've indeed put our possessions in the homes of people who need them. We've figured out our why. We've figured out why God created us. To help people be obsessed with being alive today. To create space for people to experience community and fitness and beauty. The things that we love. God has created us. 
for a special niche in the kingdom. It says right here, folks, the words of Jesus say, don't be afraid, little flock, for I've given you the kingdom that heaven may come on earth. God has given us the ability to participate in that today. What does it look like? What does it look like for us to cling tightly to understanding that where our treasure is, there our heart, the heart that God wants to form to love, to shine light and ignite change in a world that needs it. What does it look like for us today to believe and cling to those words that for where our heart is, there our treasure will be also? Folks, Jesus tells us what to do with less. This is why we don't have to worry or be so scared Jesus tells us what to do with less, to do more of the good and the important and the holy work of God. We grind for a place in God's kingdom that was niched out for us to shine the light of God and ignite change and hope. So let's let go of worrying. Let's make less room for worrying and more room for the joy and the life-changing grace of Jesus. Because nothing, it, it, because it does nothing to actually keep the bad things from happening to us. It just steals the joy of appreciating the good things that God wants to do in us and through us. Will you pray with me? God, we just thank you for giving us each the ability to shine light and ignite change. And right now, God, we offer you our hearts. Our hearts that are full of worry and fear and all kinds of other things. And we ask you, God, to, to root some of that out, that there is less of that and more of you and your joy and your hope and what it is you've called us and asked us to do in these moments. Help us remember we were created for such a time as this. You have something special for us to do right now. Help us to, to know what that is and to be innately obsessed with every fiber that we have of bringing glory and praise and honor and joy and hope and peace to this world that you've placed us in. Thank you, God, for the hope that you've given us. And for those of us who need less worry and more of your hope, God, I pray that over the people that are watching and participating this morning. Amen. Camille is going to sing a song, There is Hope, not There is Hope. She's going to sing All My Hope. Um, it's by David Crowder. I invite you right now, Google it, pull it up on your phone, and belt these words out with her as we sing that our hope is in Jesus. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Horizon Church Podcast. If you are in the Tampa area, consider joining us one Sunday. You can also be a part of Shining Light and Igniting Change by financially supporting the ministries of Horizon Church at horizontampabay.com giving. Thank you again for joining us.